Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Well, hello and welcome back into Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. This is the second week in a row of bringing you this podcast exclusive content. Uh, The first week, last week, if you missed it, we had our buddies uh, John and Jake from Osage County Guns live at SHOT Show in Vegas. And they joined us on the show on the radio and... We didn't have enough time to get to everything, so we did a podcast exclusive that's still available up for you to download if you'd like to, and it went really well. seemed like it was something that you guys were interested in, so we are doing it again this week, and if you are enjoying these podcast exclusive uh, downloads, an opportunity to get a little extra Second Amendment radio, uh, please let us know, and we will keep on bringing them to you. This week, we are talking to our friend Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. You've heard him many times on the show, and it is always great to talk to Alex. Uh, Alex, how's it going? Great to talk with you. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. I, I would imagine that this time of year is an extremely busy one for you. Um, talk about, uh, I think most of the listeners probably know who you are and are familiar with Missouri Firearms Coalition, but for anybody that may not be, uh, just kind of quickly tell them uh, about what uh, you do and what uh, Missouri Firearms Coalition is all about. Yeah, no problem. So Missouri, we are Missouri's no compromise gun rights lobby. We exist to stop gun control, advance pro-gun legislation, and basically expose politicians on either side of the aisle um, who try to take away our rights and, you know, vote against the Second Amendment when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. And the Missouri uh, legislative session is in full swing. We're starting to see some bills uh, pass through, and I don't know if anything's actually uh, uh, passed yet, but we're getting to that point where we're going to start seeing news about uh, new bills being passed, new laws being made, and I would imagine that makes uh, this time of year really busy for you. Are, have you been uh, spending a lot of time in Jeff City, and, and do you have any... Uh, sort of headlines of uh, either good news or bad news of of what you think so far about this year's legislative session? Yeah, well, I actually went down to over to Virginia for their big gun rally. Right. Um, Yeah. On Martin Luther King Day. I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that the bills that they have going through Virginia right now that everyone is setting the world on fire for over there. We have those same bills running through our legislature right here in Missouri, the red flag bills, universal background checks, striking the preemption language out of the code, all of that stuff that everybody's up in arms, literally up in arms and over in Virginia is happening right here in Missouri. Mm -hmm. So we're doing all we can to warn everybody, tell everybody it doesn't matter what party these politicians belong to. They will compromise your Second Amendment rights away every single time if you let them. How important is it to keep an eye on what's happening in Virginia? Because they, uh, I've been saying that that could be a microcosm for what happens across the country. Because in Virginia, they, uh, until January 1st, 
uh, for the last several years had been controlled by the Republican Party. But due to elections last year um, and, you know, those seats, those politicians coming into power starting at the beginning of 2020, they now have a majority of Democrats running that state. And. You know, the the gun bills that were getting shot down by the Republican majority just uh, just a year ago or just even a few months ago in 2019 are now seemingly on the fast track to be passed. And that could be something that happens nationally if the Republicans lose the White House and maybe lose uh, the control in the Senate uh, already, obviously, uh, being the minority in the House. Um, how much how much could uh, what's happening in Virginia be the story for the whole country if people aren't uh, engaged in these elections coming up? Yeah, for sure. Everybody needs to be paying attention to what's happening in Virginia right now. You give them an inch and they will take their mile and they're taking their mile right now because um, pro-gun voters were complacent and decided that they didn't need to go out and vote. that their state would always be pro-gun, it would always be red. Um, They flipped it. Michael Bloomberg spent $2 million flipping Virginia from blue to red this last election cycle, Mm. and he just announced this week that he's got $60 million more coming for this cycle. So we have to be diligent. Just because we have Republicans in control now, one, doesn't mean we always will, and two, that doesn't mean that they are going to protect our Second Amendment rights. You know, you look at states like Massachusetts, Illinois, Indiana, Florida, Maryland, Vermont, now Pennsylvania, Ohio, Arkansas, South Dakota, all Republican-led, all passing these red flag laws. It can happen to us if we aren't vigilant. And if we don't get out and vote for the good, solid pro-gun candidates, not just the one that has the R behind their name, primaries matter. If we don't get out and vote for the good pro-gun candidates, this will absolutely happen to us. That is so scary. That is so mind-boggling that in these states that are, are controlled by the Republican Party and by conservatives who you think would have gun rights and uh, Second Amendment protections at the forefront uh, are not. They're Like you said, they're passing l- these red flag laws, and I, it's just it's mind-boggling to me, and it's it's going to create a very dangerous situation. I think many of these Republicans, uh, I think many of these, and you know what, correct me if I'm wrong, but here's my theory, is that a lot of these politicians on the right think that these red flag laws are kind of a way to, uh, uh, you know, give a little bit to the left, and they think that, you know, uh, there's some common sense involved and that these laws aren't going to be exploited uh, by uh, by people. Uh, but the truth is that these laws are exploited by people all the time. And it's not just giving a, a little bit of a compromise. It's actually giving up a whole lot of rights. And I think that I don't want to say the politicians uh, don't do their homework, but I think that maybe they don't do their homework. And I think that they don't realize what a big deal it is to give, you know, to let these red flag laws go into place. Do you think that they, I think that they don't understand exactly what they're doing. Do you think that I'm wrong and they do understand what they're doing and and just don't care? But because I can't, I just cannot uh, figure out why so many uh, Republican lawmakers are okay with these red flag laws. 
Well, some of them understand and know what they're doing, but I will say most of them probably just, you know, feed into the talking points from the left. You know, they're inundated with well-meaning yet misguided Moms Demand Action, which is the Michael Bloomberg front group that, you know, bust in all their volunteers to come browbeat our politicians into, well, if you pass this red flag, you know, just tweak it. Just, you know, change a little bit, and then you can protect the due process. That is absolutely not the case. I don't know if they're unaware of the evidentiary standards that are involved, the fact that we're trying to put these through uh, civil courts instead of criminal courts. They, some of them sincerely believe that this is a reasonable compromise to start stripping people of their Second Amendment rights before they're convicted or even charged of anything. Every American, regardless of what state you live in, should be worried about these red flag laws. Yeah. So let's post other bills that are going through. Yeah. And let, let's talk a little bit about that. You, you know, you just highlighted all these different uh, Republican led states that are passing red flag laws and maybe some, uh, you know, gun right compromise uh, bills and, and laws. And I can't imagine that anybody is listening to this isn't aware of uh, the radio show, because I don't know how you would get here without that. But if for some reason you're not, you know, you can listen to this show every Saturday afternoon at three o'clock on 97.1 FM Talk here in St. Louis. You can hear it every Sunday at noon on our sister station, KMOX. Um, and on this week's show, our, our Aaron Tarlow, who is the owner of Southern Armory, which is a gun store here, uh, was really got really worked up about the governor of Missouri, who is a Republican, and some other uh, lawmakers here in the state of Missouri. And he was saying that a lot of these uh, Republicans don't have Second Amendment interests at the forefront and, in fact, are working against him. He did not. He was not happy at all with the, the governor of Missouri and some of the things that he's been working on. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Republican Party here in the state of Missouri. I think a lot of us figure that since it is a supermajority and, you know, we have some of the most uh, uh, liberal gun laws, not 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 liberal from the left, but, you know, just expansive gun rights, you know, in in the country that our Republican Party is 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 working for us in that regard, as far as, you know, Second Amendment rights are concerned. Um, how do you see it? How do you see this this governor's. Uh, behavior and and his beliefs on this on on Second Amendment rights and in the Republican Party here in the state of Missouri are they doing a good job or are are you worried that you know we could see uh, the state of Missouri being added to that list of Republican led states that uh, are getting their gun rights taken away? I can absolutely see this state being added to that list if we don't keep up the fight. Um, our governor was talking about, again, these red flag laws, universal background checks, striking the preemption clause. These were all proposals that he was coming out and saying that, you know, he may be OK with. We're going to try to work with the work with the left to figure out some common sense gun safety laws until our organization and other organizations, other pro-gun um, citizens and groups like ours, basically set the world on fire over and said, over our dead body, will you let us turn into the next Virginia, especially because you are supposed to be our governor. We are the ones, you know, it, it is the pro-gun majority that, that elected the top of the ticket. And I know that he was appointed. He's up for re-election this year, you know, and he's backed off a lot of that. 
but we still hear rumors. The Democrats just had a press conference last week, maybe a week and a half ago, saying that they're, they can't do anything about gun control, but basically the Republicans have a gun control bill that's coming. They're going to file it soon, and they're excited to work with them on it. That is not okay. We are a no-compromise gun rights advocacy group, and we say that we will not and should not give them an inch because, like Virginia, they will come and take their miles for sure. Yeah. It is groups like ours that stand on the front lines and tell everyone. We told hundreds of thousands of people that Republicans were getting weak. They were going to waver. They were going to cave to the gun control left, and that is why everybody all of a sudden backed off of it they decided we needed to find a different bargaining chip to get those few moderate votes or independent votes, whatever they're looking for, to bargain away our Second Amendment rights for. They're going to have to find another way to do it because we're not going to have it here in Missouri. And it always seems like, you know, in general, you know, in, in the history of the country, when you're talking about making laws and trying to, you know, come up with a, a society for everybody to live in, the compromise is a good thing. You know, working together is a good thing. But it seems like when it comes to especially uh, the Second Amendment issue and the gun rights issue, that whenever you're talking about compromise, you're always talking about the 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 Second Amendment people are the ones that have to give a little. You never see it the other way. Whenever you're talking about compromise uh, on gun rights, it's always giving a little bit. It's never taking back the other way. So anytime you see these lawmakers working together, you can almost for sure guarantee that you're losing rights, not picking some up. Right? Absolutely. And it's not even giving a little at this point. Red flags you're giving everything you're having your firearms and your second amendment rights stripped before you're charged or convicted with anything like the assault weapons ban we've got that bill here they've got it in virginia and the sponsor in virginia is trying to say that the definition the difference between a hunting rifle and a a quote-unquote assault weapon is the way you hold the gun that's where we're at they're blatant in their attempt at confiscation they're not even trying to obfuscate it anymore. Yeah. So you said you said a minute ago, and I, I think it's important to, uh, to to remember that primaries matter. That not always just you know uh, voting for the Republican or the conservative or the Libertarian or whatever is you know going to ensure that that person has your uh, gun rights at the forefront. That finding the right candidates and supporting the right candidates uh, is essential. Is there a way that people who, uh, you know, it's it's very difficult to keep up with, you know, state reps and state senators and all that sort of stuff, and know who the right ones to vote for are? Is there a is there a way for people to go and learn about these candidates and and find out which are the right ones? Is do you guys do you guys endorse candidates ever at any point, or is there you know a place that people can get that information so they know? who the, the right people to vote for are if, uh, if Second Amendment rights are that important to them? Oh, we will definitely let you know. That's for sure. <laughs> I, yes, November, voting in November is important, but voting in August, in my opinion, is even more important because that's where you decide if you're going to have a moderate squish or you're going to have a champion for the Second Amendment. Mm. And you can go to the MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org. We spend every dollar we take in from donations, from small donations, small gun owners like you and me, 
Every bit of those dollars goes into um, educating everybody on exactly where people stand. We put out social media ads. We do a lot of direct mail. We have a huge email program. We do radio and TV ads closer to election year. Everything that we can possibly afford, we do to try to educate the public and let them know which ones are with which ones are with us and which ones are not. Everybody, absolutely, yeah, every. Everybody has a life. Everybody has limited time. But the, the, the least you can do is go to MissouriFirearmsCoalition.org, uh, sign the petitions that you, you, that, that you want to make sure you know, you know, are, are fighting for the things that you are supporting. Sign those petitions and, and learn about the candidates that are the right ones to vote for in your area. Um, you know, if nothing else, that is a good place to start. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Good stuff. Absolutely. Do this 24-7. And it's a full-time job. You know, like I said, the bills that everybody's setting the world on fire for in Virginia, we have right here in Missouri. And the only reason that they're not moving faster than they are are because of organizations like ours that are throwing up the red flag, so to speak, (laughs) and tell everybody. So besides the website, uh, is there social media channels that people can uh, follow also? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Facebook, Missouri Firearms Coalition. We do a lot of live streaming. We put up a lot of videos, share a lot of articles, a lot of news outlets. Uh, We'll post about gun happenings and gun bills. So we will post those and kind of break them down and, you know, figure out what is the media spin there and what you actually need to be worried about, that kind of thing. So that's a great resource. Love it. Alex Salzman from the Missouri Firearms Coalition. It is always great to talk with you, and we will have you back again very soon. Thanks for your time. No problem. Anytime. All right. And thank you for checking out this podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Don't forget, you can download the radio show's podcast probably right here wherever you are downloading this podcast. Uh, Hopefully it's the radio.com app. Uh, Great place to get uh, everything here from the radio station, including the Second Amendment Radio and Great Outdoors uh, show podcast and these podcast exclusives. And make sure you keep on checking back. We download the show's podcast every Friday morning, and when we have these podcast exclusives, we uh, post those for you on Mondays. So keep checking them out and and let us know what you think of these podcast exclusives and the show and, uh, you know, the guests and the topics that you want us to cover. Make sure you are letting us know. You can always follow me on Twitter at TonyColombo971 and uh, let me know what you're thinking that way. Uh, is a great way to do it. So thank you for listening to another edition of the podcast exclusive, and uh, we'll see you back here for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors real soon. Have a great week. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.